uh, there's like double talking now going on. Yeah. Can you hear us just fine, David? Yeah, now I can. Well, here's the thing, David. We were realizing that I could just call you in and I could put you on a Zoom call and you can be right in front of us. Nice. Well, yeah. <clears throat> um, we're not recording now, are you? Um, no. This this is a two-party state, by the way. Actually, I am recording. I can't <laughs> lie. I'm so bad. But okay. I'm just, you know, testing, testing. <laughs> it's working really well, yeah. by the way. This is the first phone call I nice. put through here. Yeah, you're helping us uh, figure out some Play actual... Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's working really nice. Yeah, we're just we're just doing testing right now. This isn't live yeah, to straight to YouTube or Facebook right now at all. I was just uh, at the pharmacy reminiscing about more innocent times. <laughs> so, what was the text message you sent? Sean didn't see it. Uh, it's remember in more innocent times when double fisting meant nursing two drinks at the same time. That was the innocent <laughs> times. Yeah, it just popped in my head for no reason. I was not thinking about any of those things. It's because you have a beautiful mind. <laughs> oh, I get it. The savant of David is just sitting at the pharmacy, going like, "Remember simpler times." It's funny too because if you think about like working in like movies and stuff like that, every time somebody's talking about a DP, mm-hmm. and you're just like, "Ooh, yeah, that, yeah, that one's changed significantly." Yeah, like, mm. yeah, that's yeah, different well, now. Uh, <laughs> And now you're bringing up traumas because uh, DP <laughs> is my initials. And whenever somebody oh, asks no. my initials, <laughs> they giggle. And know what uh, I did? I did that to my son. His initials are DP too. Oh, oh you savage. The sins yeah, of the father. I did not learn. Jerk. <laughs> That's not even learning. That is actively repeating. Like I, oh, I, I, I had know, to go you know, through this. Maybe it's a, a boy named Sue kind of thing. Oh, yeah, you want to make savage. him stronger through DP? Yeah. That's weird, dude. Well, well you know what, David? Life. You know what? I'm sad you're not here. You will be missed. I know. Me too. We'll see you next time. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Chill Regular. My name is Jonesy, and with me today is Matt and Shawnee Boy. We are missing our BFF, David, because he's out doing weird parenting things. Taking care of the little ones, the yeah, grommets. The grommets, the grums, the groms, you know. So. Nailed it. I'm like, how do I come back Nailed to this? How do I come it. back to Quick. Wait. Hold it. Are we there? You fucking stuck the okay, landing. Okay, go. Stop. I really did. I literally... Uh, Green light, red light. Are we good? Are we're we now? Good. Are we here? Yeah. We're going now? Yeah, we're, we're, here. And we're, we're here. We're all in. Oh, man. You know, the week right now feels very, very slow so far. It's already a Wednesday, but I feel like it's Friday, but not mm. in the excitement type of way. Like, Friday morning, we're just like, God, I want to get through this day. Absolutely. And I think it's because the world may be going back into shutdown. Oh, no. No. Uh, yeah, because really? no one will wear a fucking mask and be an adult. Mm, I don't want to wear a mask. Right yeah, before. It infringes on my freedom. Right. Yeah, he's like, screw you. It's fake anyway. It's like, what? Is it really that bad? It's like uh, wearing a mask. I don't believe in diseases. Yeah. And it's about common courtesy, isn't it? Right. Yeah. And this is how a courtesy. Courtesy. I think it's better to, for people to wear the masks anyways. I don't want to look <laughs> at most people's ugly mugs regardless. You know what I found about people wearing masks? A lot of people have really pretty eyes. 
Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then you're playing Very, Russian roulette if you're a yeah. single human being. It's like, ooh. Oh, look right. at, the, look at uh, those Pull that mask eyes, off. Looks like know. fucking Melina from Mortal Kombat with a no. Cheshire Cat. <laughs> Just keep the mask on. Do you see Little that picture? Rocket teeth going uh, on right underneath there. I don't want it. Uh, I don't no, want it. But your eyes are so beautiful, but those teeth are just... <laughs> Oh my god! You see that picture circulating around uh, social media? It's got a mask with a hole in the middle with a condom sticking through it. <laughs> no, oh, that's yeah. impressive. You never have to see a face again. Oh my god! Just those pretty, pretty eyes. <sighs> I've seen a bunch of different masks. I'm almost puked right now. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was really aggressive. <laughs> Only because I was looking at you when I said you it. Really did. Uh, <laughs> he was locked in. I was trying not to make eye contact. I mean, I feel like uh, because of all this stuff going on, you get some really ingenuous. Intuitive looking simple things. <laughs> Sorry. Oh shit, we broke Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. What is happening? It's either he's choking <laughs> on that sangria. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's good, apparently. I'm fine. <laughs> no Keep more going, carry on. for you, sir. Keep get, carry on. I have found some pretty cool apparel masks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. Out. Have you found any uh, any really neat ones that were just like, oh, that's kind of fun? I saw one guy working at Home Depot here, and he had one that looked like an Oni mask. Oh, that's cool. You know, like a Japanese, like, demon face kind of thing. And just from, like, the nose down, it was super cool. Looked like a fucking character out of Mortal Kombat or something. Yeah. But mm. It was pretty awesome. And I have seen ones that are like that where it lights up when you speak. What? That's yeah, through the mouth. I would punch that person in the mouth if that lights what? out. I don't I care. That'd be really cool. I like Why? glowy. I, I like glowy lights. Not? That is the equivalent of being like, I'm ugly and can't talk about anything important. So please look at these pretty lights. <laughs> that's that's all I'd be able to see if I fucking saw that. Uh, but at least you would be mesmerized. Um, Ooh, I like lights. it. I, I like yeah. I, I like it. I like stupid glowy shit. Well, hey, glad I always to be the odd one out. I guess so, man. Fucking rude. <laughs> what about you? You see anything cool? Um, the only, I mean, you know, there's a lot of them that have like, you know, people's faces or mouths or whatever on their masks. There was one, I can't think of the lady's Instagram, but she was hand drawing or stitching, I couldn't remember, like their dog, like into the mask. I thought that was really cute for dog owners or anybody like that. Um, like an actual, you sent a picture. Tell me, yeah, thank you, Sean. You mean to tell me that? I'm you, no, not, for those hold of you who on. can't see us. This is what I us. think that you're, this is what my, my <laughs> brain thinks your brain is thinking right <laughs> oh now. Oh my God. Is that you think it's their mouth, like the dog's mouth? No. It's literally just a picture of the dog. Like That's the not, that, that no, wasn't the problem. Not, no, that's not the no, problem at all. No. no. Well, then I don't care about either of you. Go home. <laughs> uh, it's just, I mean, a mask is supposed to stop things from going through and when you start poking it full of fucking holes so then she may stitch it i mean she's not stitch it she may draw it on there i i i know that she doesn't i you know i actually don't fucking know she may stitch it i you don't know what know. you know what i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt and say it's probably just one of those masks <clears throat> that has like a slot for the filter to like slide in yeah. you yeah. know and so it's perfectly safe That's that sounds amazing in that case yeah it's i mean it's just it's something really cute for dog owners awesome. and if you don't have a soul you or a cat whatever you prefer you know fuck you too if you have a Cat and no dog, you might not have a soul. No, it's oh. guaranteed. Yeah. Sorry for the cat, all the cat lovers out I there. I don't Cause, care. Because <laughs> guaranteed every single time, cat takes your soul. Uh, yeah, they eat it and they add it to their own. <gasps> They're is like Highlanders. They have, but is it only, you can only collect nine souls? 
Yeah, that's how they refill the tank. <laughs> gotcha. So they lose one. They're like, well, I guess I got to go find another soul. No, nah, sometimes they like to wait a little bit, and then they'll just go find some like old lady, and it's like, <laughs> dinner time. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> so they just stop and fuel up. So you mean to tell me when a crazy cat lady has like six to ten cats in her house, it's all those cats fighting for that they're old lady's soul? Yeah. Just being they, like, <laughs> who can get to it? <laughs> that's why they're always so pissy when you like see a crazy cat lady. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, that makes a lot of sense, by the way. I know. That's my soul. <laughs> You should write a very short C-grade horror flick. Like worse than Birdemic. <laughs> Called Soul Kitties. Yeah. No. Soul Kitties. Oh, God. Sounds, I mean, that sounds like a very C-grade horror movie. Now I almost threw movie. up. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> this is why they pay me the big bucks, by the way. Soul Kitties. Soul Kitties. <laughs> it could be a porno. But it's a sea horror movie. Or a jazz song. It could also know. then. Or a jazz, or a jazz song. Or a jazz song. Soul Kitty. It's a horror movie or porno. Not, or definitely new, not a jazz song. Yeah. <laughs> or the new uh, train song remix. Hey, Soul Kitty. What? Here's the bad no? part. I okay. could see. I could definitely see Train making that making into a that song. song. That's yeah. what would be just really sad. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic just came out with Soul Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. I think he would probably rock that shit. Uh, and I would listen to it. Uh, so my, my wife ended up coming home a couple weeks ago. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank She's you. a saint for doing yeah, it. Oh my God. I am so grateful when she walks in that door. I think my dog's excited. No, I'm fucking stoked. Did you're she just walk you're like, oh, door. you didn't leave me. Oh, thank oh, you. You Jesus. still love me. She's still, huh. she's still didn't here. Didn't forget I exist. Oh, now there'll be somebody so here to feed me. <laughs> One of her patients gave her the best idea for a mask. And he was saying that, uh, you know how everybody does the prints on the outside? He's like, but right. what if you do prints on the inside? And she's like, well, what the hell would you print on the inside? He's like, I don't know. Assholes and pussies and dicks. Oh, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can just imagine this guy tonguing his mask the entire day. That's what I'm saying. Could you imagine just like just one a little solid- wet spot on the front of it? Yeah, it's like, why is your mask so Sorry, that's disgusting. That's what is terrible. the matter with you? That is absolutely terrible. But how that's interesting a would that be? Horrible idea. How interesting would it it's be? It's not right? interesting. I mean, it's kind of no, funny. No, it's interesting. It's, it's not interesting. In- Listen, I we're talking about it. Yet to there's feel gonna be people that uncomfortable in any conversation we've ever had. One? But this image of some dude just licking the inside okay, of his so mask <laughs> is kind of the most horrifying thing. I mean, because I've you ever, don't know. All you see is the tissue or the, the canvas moving or whatever. You just the guy back there running. Can we inside. not? Let's move on. I Can mean, we talk about now what something if, better? What if like maybe like adult toy companies would get on that bandwagon and actually oh, put like Jesus. molded silicone internals to the mask? Oh, my God. Through which maybe you had to breathe. <gasps> So who was like? What's everyone's favorite cartoon show growing up here? Uh, <laughs> we we finally found a subject where Kirby was done. Kirby ain't eating that. Yeah. We don't want to keep doing that. <laughs> Kirby ain't eating that. Nope. 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 I nope. spit that out. I spit and I quit that. Your poor girlfriend. I swear to God. Jesus. Cartoons. What do I mean? Now I have questions for you, sir. <laughs> Why is she telling you that she's not telling me? I don't even think your girlfriend's real. I've been hearing about her for years, and I've yet to meet her. First off, I've known you for like a year and a half. It feels longer. Oh, I see you today. You brought it back around. Yeah, it did. Everybody's, everybody's chewing on shit. This is delicious, Sean. I'm so oh, happy yeah, you yeah. brought this stuff in, man. I'm glad, so basically, I'm like anybody it. who's listening, Sean created this lovely concoction with uh, red wine, tonic water, and frutas. 
And it's pretty fucking delicious. I'm not going to lie. Sad that there's Thank not you. enough wine to make another one. Well, you have more wine inside. I could make more. So we'll be making more wine later. Please yeah. stick around. <laughs> and we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I know that we're going to have like a traditional drink, a traditional beverage. I like for that. A few I shows. really do too. I think it'd be oh, really a good idea. We can all each take turns doing the next one. I'm not. All right. Well, that's enjoy. cool. Oh, okay. You can you can just not contribute. No, actually, you contribute a lot. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down that road. <laughs> I'll call I'm just you. What the fuck, right bro? So sorry. <laughs> we'll bring snacks. You produce the show. That works. That sounds like bullshit to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Chew your food. You, <laughs> you sound like that dude who probably wears that mask. Just drunk. <laughs> 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 munching on the back of it. Yeah, just munching, munching real munching hard. Munching on the back of it. Just, oh, mm, damn. Wow. Can you imagine that guy walking up Hearing to you? both of your voices <laughs> make that noise and that sound, I Welcome felt to disgusting ASMR. And I need to call oh. Chris Hansen immediately. <laughs> 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 That's actually something I cannot get into. The I, ASMR stuff. The ASMR stuff. Asthma? It's not. I don't know what it is. I, oh, like I've heard of it. I don't understand the concept behind it. I guess. Sean, this is your field, bro. <laughs> Sean, for those who don't know, is a master. But I, yeah, can we call you master of knowledge of things involving kink or uh, anything like that? I, I mean, I wouldn't. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm very knowledgeable uh, mm. and in many ways experienced. Um, Ooh. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. I see. <laughs> uh, I just say hi to your if, mom. If, and if, dad, you're ever, if you're ever listening to this, I'm sorry for any scarring this may cause. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's actually not really a kink thing as much as it is just something that people indulge in. They find it relaxing. For some people, it's kink. But you know, honestly, when it comes to kinky stuff, there's somebody who likes literally anything. If it exists, there's a person out there who is probably aroused by it. Like the sound of rusty metal scraping against other oh, rusty metal, no. or something like that, or the lit- somewhere out there, there's somebody who's like fingernails on a chalkboard. Yes, please. Uh, I mean, so that actually doesn't bother me that much. But no, they've never bothered me. But like to it. feel like, or, ooh, or the sound like of it. someone chewing on tin foil. Well, first off, that hurts the teeth. Right? That just hurt my teeth. No, and I, anybody yeah. who's tried that shit as a kid, the moment you just said it, they're like, <laughs> <You're> like yeah, <laughs> this, this, <laughs> what are my teeth made of? What is this thing? I'm just saying, it's like kryptonite for your I'm mouth. Just saying, so like, you can find somebody who's into anything. And I won't kink shame, but some, some of that shit's weird. But uh, What's the weirdest one you've encountered? Oh, my God. You don't have to say names, but if they're at this table. And if this is your thing out there in the podcast world, um, we hold no judgment. We're just mildly curious. I once met somebody who enjoyed having, like, role play where a woman would tell him about how she, like, basically just, like, running him over with a car repeatedly. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, really? Yeah, absolutely. Tell me. Like, he wanted to be a doormat. He wanted to be humiliated. But mostly, he wanted a woman in high heels to drive a red sports car and run him over. That is so oddly specific. And over. Oh, no. Yeah. And there's stuff like that. But, uh, you know, what's interesting to me is, like, the psychology. Like, what is it about that particular thing that gets them kind of going? So, I never got too deep into what the guy got out of it. Uh-huh. But if I'm going to make an assessment based on other experience that I have with that, I would say it's probably uh, a humiliation kink. Interesting. Um, he wants to feel low and worthless. Does that, degradation. okay, in my very little, little knowledge, I, I feel like that's usually associated with people who have a lot of power. Like they, yeah. 
they are in control Commonly. of so much of their daily lives. They want to feel that kind of humiliation. I mean, they made a whole degradation. show or movie series about it, right? Which was the if you say Fifty Shades of Grey, I'm going to smack you. I mean, isn't that what that was, right? I so that was meant mostly for, and you know, I'm sorry if people like it. I'm sure it's fucking it had trash. some value, but from what I understand, because I didn't watch it, but I did everything I've heard about it. Basically, is this is Give me that face really kinky that. for people who think that blowjobs are kinky? Ooh. So, They're not. No. First oh. off, my only recollection of the movie is the one line where I don't even know her name, the actress. Uh, Dakota I something. Uh, Dakota, not Fanning, but Han. Well, it's Goldie Hawn's and Kurt Russell's daughter, isn't it? No, she's somebody's daughter. Yeah. Continue. No, she has like a line in the movie where he tells her about a butt plug and she has this, she's like in her mid 20s or something like that and it takes place in this time and age and she looks over and she goes, what's a butt plug? <laughs> uh, and the name says it all there, um, dickhead. Like, what do you mean? Numb nuts. Like, what is, what's a butt plug? Oh, well, you use it to stir your fucking corn. Oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it is? Um, Putting out her cigarettes. Her name's uh, Dakota Johnson. Johnson, Johnson, I thought that's not yeah. nice. But yeah, who's she the daughter of? Parents are Melody Griffith. Melody Griffith. And Don Johnson. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> well, right. Well, okay. Well, at least they, they got that milk money. Well, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, to answer what you asked before, yes, it's most commonly associated. Now, not always, but um, a lot of people who are uh, in a position in life to have to be in control will seek out ways to release that control as um, a way, as an escape. That just seems so very extreme, though. Do you want to be run over by a car multiple times? No, that times. is a very uh, specific... sports car with somebody in high, high heels. heels. I love that the high heels are important because yeah. they'll never see <laughs> No, yeah, no, like, that was a very specific thing. And you asked for the weirdest. And, I mean, it is by far the only time I've ever heard anything like that. And you're like... Uh, hmm. I'm sure I'm sure there are other people out there who, who like it, but that was the only encounter I've had with it. And that is, I would say, probably the rarest I feel like kinks that I've heard of. So, okay, huh. this is, once again... The, that's just, and that's anecdotal, mind right. you. I'm not... I, I don't have stats to back this up, but... Sure. Uh, and there comes the knowledge, again, as I mumble my words, apparently. It's um, good wine. It's, it's, it's sangria. good wine. Yeah. Sangria. I, sh- I drink way more than that. I should be fine. <laughs> so this kind of wrapped around back to the ASMR type of... Right. thing right like I, it's just something that i couldn't really get into and i got introduced to it there was a super bowl commercial where it was scratching the microphone uh, yeah <laughs> i mean that's basically what uh, what it was yeah. it's um it was a girl in the middle of like rural hawaii mm-hmm. and she has a microphone and she's just talking really really soft as she's telling everybody what she's going to be doing and then it's going to be this thing where it's like this is what ASMR is. It's very sensitive to the It's the weirdest thing, and I can't get into it. And so there's a lot of these weird ASMR type of videos coming out with it's like people eating, yeah. people doing, putting their clothes on, people, you know, breathing heavy, people... People touching different touching materials. Different, exactly. Yeah. In your experience, do you find that people who have very extreme kinks like that, do they find it difficult to have a relationship, like to maintain relationships? Like what... Uh, no, uh, I find that oftentimes the biggest contributing factor to a failed relationship when it comes to people with kinks is that they don't find other people who can help them find a healthy way to express that. Mm-hmm. So most often a lot of these people are just like anybody else who want to have a, who wants to have a relationship. They just 
will get into one not necessarily being patient enough. And this is not necessarily true. Again, this is, these are generalizations, but they don't wait for the person who can share in what they need. And so they, you know, for instance, if you're a kinkster um, in, in that lifestyle, somebody who is not in any way kinky is generally referred to as vanilla. <laughs> and so somebody who's in the kink lifestyle might take a vanilla partner or partners just because they crave to have companionship, but then ultimately ended up, end up feeling unfulfilled, which you know oftentimes leads to either a failed relationship or strife in the relationship or somebody doing something they don't want to do or cheating or breakup. I just think that's all interesting, especially nowadays. I don't know how many of us have single friends, but from my single friends that I know, they all fucking hate dating. And it is the sounds horrible. I mean, <laughs> all I hear is just terrible horror stories. Just like, you know, people are unable to have a relationship. You know, they have all these options. So they're just, anytime anything bad comes up, they're or they got a hiccup in their relationship. They're like, all right, bye. Well, I mean, that's down to individuals not having any ability to commit to anything. Yeah, or but fear. I mean, I, I feel like that's <laughs> fear is definitely a thing. But <clears throat> I mean, I don't know from the rate I've been hearing it from people, it's just, it sounds like it happens way too often nowadays. Just, you know, people, this generation at least having, you know, all these dating apps, all these things that are very more or less superficial. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's because of the availability yeah. of uh, other humans uh, with which to test the waters. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of cheapens it a little bit. Yeah. I think also that uh, certain values in a relationship, uh, that, that kind of dynamic has drastically changed uh, in the last, uh, you know, decade or two where... I think people just don't have the same old traditional value. And me as somebody who has non-traditional relationships <laughs> talking about traditional values, I know it sounds like a juxtaposition. Ha- you can still have right. you know, traditional it values. Sounds, it sounds antithetical, it's, but it, it, it's not actually. Um, in my relationships, I still hold true to very traditional values as far as like you know, dedication to the relationship, working on it, you know, healthy communication, things like that. Mm-hmm. I just also am not monogamous, and neither is my partner. And so we have multiple relationships that are stereotypically, you know, they hold those traditional values where we commit to certain, at least certain amounts of effort to communicate, make things work. And in fact, I would say that in non-traditional relationships, it is a must to have communication uh, on a level above anything you've probably ever been used to. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can only imagine. I mean, that just sounds. I'm not gonna lie. Dating one person, I love my girlfriend. It's but like dating is so tiring. <laughs> I could not imagine trying to juggle like four or I don't know how many relationships you have, but like you know, just trying to keep all of the things about her in mind and make sure I do the right not do the right things, but like I'm very attentive and understanding and you know, doing all that for one person for me could be because I'm a fucking child in some things. I don't know. Right. I don't think so, but. You know, that sounds just very exhausting. So, yeah, I just don't, I mean, it's impressive. Like, Well, it's not for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, the most, and I, and I ne- by the way, I never do anything uh, as a rule. Everybody always knows everything that's going on. I don't do that. Well, you know, if you don't ask, then it's okay. Or if, if I don't know about it, then it's fine. Just don't tell me. No, I want to know. I want to be there for my partner, you know. Yeah. I want my partner to be there for me because that's actually one of the main benefits, I would say, is that... Um, you know, we have that safety net in each other. So if she goes out and 
meets a guy and, you know, they spend some time together and it doesn't quite go the way they want and they end up splitting up, she has me there for support Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, like a shoulder shoulder to cry on and then that's fine. Then we just kind of go on it without that fear of being alone after rejection or alone after a failed relationship. It kind of frees you to be a lot more adventurous, Hmm. not necessarily take more risks, but I think more willing to accept opportunities that come your way. And uh, I think that's great, personally. I just, I don't know, man. I just, I could never think about my wife going off, getting her box munched on by another dude. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I get I get where he's going with this, because that's what, what runs saying? through your head. Like, yeah, 100%. Like, And the other thing for me is... I think it's very shallow, but I think the only other reason why I'd want to like potentially, and this is very, very minimal, and I think this is maybe, and you guys can tell me because we're all dudes here, but the only reason why I'd ever want to go date, quote unquote, other people is so we could just fuck. I don't want another relationship with somebody else. That's fine. I would say that being in poly does actually, as that's not necessary, but you can just also be open rather than like accepting the emotional connection. You can just be a swinger basically and you know, be in it for the sport of it. That's probably the closest thing I'd ever be because it's detached because I don't want to date anybody else. I don't want to be with anybody else. I don't want to bring anybody else into the other mix. Well, and ultimately but, that's you know, the fear, know. right? That's the fear, right? That this other guy, potentially, right? That that you're thinking of munching your box. You know, it's not we, mine, it's hers, <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I just Sure, right, but let's, let, let's face it, right? Part of that jealousy is an animal instinct, like that's my territory. Oh, yeah. That's mine, and I don't want somebody else to come in here and take it from me. I think it's a primal. I don't think I, so. I, I would say no? primal. No, I would not say, for me anyway. I would not say it's a me. primal feeling, I think. For you, for you, it would be primal? I wouldn't even say just for me. I think... I'm asking, for you, would it be primal? Would it be that, that fear of some other guy coming in and taking what's yours? And I, I don't, I know, I know, look, let's, let's, let's detach from the social norms of, well, I don't own my woman. I mean, like we're animals, we're men, you know, obviously there's a part of us that is that animalistic. I put my ugly bits in that it's mine, <laughs> you know? And to be honest, and, the male figure is fucking kind of gross. Well, we're, we're totally built for ours function, is, not form. I yes. mean, ours are guys. Function over There's form. some decent looking dudes out there with some bodies you can you can fuck off with that Stay i'm just out. rude I, why is that i'm just saying <laughs> we're all handsome i mean up top probably i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man oh boy one aspect for me is i think there's this aspect that i don't think she would that's mm-hmm. one thing i don't think she'd be out for it never really crosses right, well, my mind um, obviously this is a hypothetical yeah i as I, i'm sorry not obviously i presume you're monogamous yes mm-hmm. okay there was one point where I mean, I was dating somebody and she was fine with me uh, seeking you know, pleasure elsewhere if she wasn't around or anything like sure. that. But it didn't really appeal to me. And it could be very much one of those things where like, if it, since it was available, I didn't want to do it anymore. I don't know if there's a taboo like, oh, what I'm doing would be wrong, so I, I want to do it. Whereas opposed to at that moment, it was like, yeah, if you want to. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't really want to. Forbidden fruit <clears throat> being twice as sweet and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if I can answer that question 100% simply because I have vacillated between like being fine with it and being like, if this person makes her happy, like, okay. Like, yeah. that's part of it. And then the other part being like, I'm going to kick this dude in his teeth. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here, here's my little disclaimer even poly people can be jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> jealousy 
stems from insecurity mostly. Right. And a certain level of possession. And as a poly person, there can be cheating, for instance, if you don't communicate well. So there's a lot of like misnomers about, you know, if you're polyamorous, there you can't cheat or you don't get jealous or that if you're polyamorous, you know, you're effectively, no matter what, cheating on your partner and that they're not okay with that. Mm -hmm. And all that is not necessarily true. Really what it comes down to for like my partner and I is that uh, for one, it's very convenient for either of us because I don't always have time to give her and she doesn't always have time to give me. And that's not because of other partners that we have. That's because we're busy people. And for her to have somebody who she can have a connection with while I'm busy doing anything else, I mean, it really actually helps me out a lot because it frees up a lot of my time. Nice. And she's still getting what she needs from like another human being. And I'm not really jealous about it because I'm very confident in myself and my relationship. Yeah. So I can see that. uh, I haven't always been. Uh, I've had time. <laughs> you me there was like you? a grace period? There's been times when I was very jealous. Um, usually when the relationship's new and I don't really know the person that well. Yeah. And I do tend to get to know the person. And if they are decent people, then I tend to you know get a lot more comfortable a lot more quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tend to get along with anybody who she gets along with really well. I tend to get along with really well as, you know, as well. And it makes it easier. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, but um, I, I also don't hesitate to tell her when I think a guy she's hanging out with is a total fucking douchebag. Yeah. And there have been a decent amount where she's like, I think he's really nice. I'm like, not. Nah, he's a fucking It's asshole. because you have a pussy. That's why he's being really nice. <laughs> that is also true. And then and she's like, no, you just, you just got to meet him. And, and I'm like, no, nah, from what I'm hearing, I think he's a dick. You know, and then... Invariably, and I give them a chance. I always give them an objective chance. I don't come into it like I think this guy's gonna be an asshole, so clearly he is one. And I'll meet them, and um, ultimately, I you know they'll either be cool, and I'll, I'll be corrected, which it never happens. <laughs> and uh, I'm almost always right when it comes to my judgment of others. What and do you think of the people in this room? I was about to say. <laughs> what about us, John? Don't answer well, that. I don't I mean, want the listeners to I don't want to answer that because I don't want to arouse you on the air. Ooh. But, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I think I'm in the room with a couple of pretty excellent dudes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish David was here. Oh, I'd love to watch right. him. He's here in spirit. I'd he love is. to watch him uh, react to anything that we're talking about right oh, now. Oh, yeah. No, we'll, we'll, and hopefully we'll, we'll bring, bring it up back again up. when he's around. No, we definitely will. I want to hear his opinion on a lot of this. And I still, I asked the question and no one said it. What were your favorite cartoons growing up? Like, <laughs> why did we skip this? Well, oh, um, okay, so. Um, <laughs> good uh, segue. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we can break, by the way. Anything where they had a lot of leather in the cartoon? No, I'm just kidding. I'm and kidding. that's the break, ladies and gentlemen. Disney, growing up, you know, cartoons and things like that. I really think they just fucked up a lot of relationships for people. Oh, my God. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Since, like, like 1930, they've been fucking it up for everybody. everybody. It gives these horrible expectations of, like, oh, this is what true love is. And, and they wrap it around like beautiful, cute little songs. I know you will fuck this relationship yeah. up is what. Right? It's like <laughs> yep. we, you're talking to animals. This happens nowadays. You're going to fucking Looney Bin. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Snow White. Lay off, lay off the opium, princess. Yeah, exactly. Get the hell on out of it, man. I mean, look, if you were basically enslaved by an evil stepmother, 
and you weren't into that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, uh, is that a kink for somebody? Kink. Yeah, Absolutely. There's a lot uh, of horns yeah. about stepmoms, bro. Yeah, oh. oh, I've jerked out to a handful of them today. That's, that's a whole podcast. A there handful? Also. A handful. A whole nice. handful. Nice. Nice. No? Nobody? Um, nobody? Is this what I'm going to do for myself? No? Okay. I didn't think it was a bad thing. I thought it was, I was laughing. Really was I not laughing? Did I, I mean, make a I different laughing. noise? I don't know. You guys were mildly chuckling and then looking at me awkwardly, so I felt a little insecure. This just means we accept you as one of our own. Thank you. You know, I could understand, you know, wanting to dip into a little bit of the, uh, the opium, uh, you know. Maybe drink a little bit of the absinthe Ooh, to kind of uh, you. to kind of chill the f out. If all you do all day is clean up after your evil stepmother and don't get any, you know, of the nookie for yeah. it, I guess. Mm-hmm. What do you think those pets were there for? Ew. <sighs> How many of those mice were actually gerbils? Oh my god! Oh my god! And ruining. <laughs> you people. can never watch that again now. Yeah, there's no. a lot of Disney fans out there going. I mean, here's the thing, though. Disney kind of did their own fucking Jesus weird kinky like what things. He said. I mean, they did their own kinky stuff. Like, they're yeah. in the, uh, the Little Mermaid cut. I think they've gone back since and tried to oh, edit yeah. it out. But oh, oh, the, the, the priest, the, the penis, the, the, the penis strap gets a boner. So like, let's erase castle. this boner. The penis castle the penis on the castle cover. On the cover. I mean, they're yep. notorious uh, for editing. Take off your clothes was in Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Aladdin Dude, whispers it. Mufasa. You with know, the sex, the in the, sex in the sand. And not the, best, the sand. It was in the, the, it was the uh, flowers. flowers when, that, it's when Simba, when he's older, he kind of like down. Do you guys know there's down. a lady uh, in The Rescuers, the first Rescuers, where she's in the window and her yeah, titties? Yeah, titties There's in a there, straight up like, oh, one yeah. nude poster Well, cartoons, cartoons weren't uh, originally for children. Well, this was Disney's uh, this, Rescuers, The Rescuers, which yeah, is like the very first one. That's for children. Yeah. No, all of these were for children. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like those dudes were just like... I don't know, getting the whip from fucking Walt Disney. He's like, I'll fucking show that asshole. I'll, I'll show him. I'm going to put this in here and it's like this thing just for me. Maybe they didn't like it. Maybe they did like it. Who knows? I mean, we've learned a lot about <laughs> King's Night. They're actually, I don't think it's Disney. I don't, did, did, no, that'd be uh, universal, but, you know, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the credits of, I think, Prisoner of Azkaban uh-huh. or Goblet of Fire, one of the two. They have the Marauders map, and so like that shows people walking around. You see footprints mm-hmm. and stuff. And in one corner in the credits, you see like a pair of footprints, like one way, like the legs open, <laughs> and then you see two footprints in between. No, and it is straight up supposed to be just a, a yeah. couple just going to town. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, wow. oh, that's hilarious. that's a nice little detail. It's a small detail. <laughs> Subtle. Only it's like kids would miss it, but grown ups. Oh, would kids be. would for sure. They're, They're like, most oh, definitely have to be Hufflepuff. Why does that? I don't. I don't know. That. I just feel like Hufflepuffs. They're you know they just because it sounds puffing, like the noise that they're, people they're make when they're having sex. Exactly, <laughs> just sitting huffing there huffing, huffing each other's puffles. Exactly, oh exactly what it feels like. How have we managed to ruin so many things in one uh, night? One that's night, really man. Impressive. You know what it is? It's a sangria. Yeah, that's what it is, man. It's a sangria. I'm not even going to play. Easy that. to drink. I think we're just broken humans. But I mean, <laughs> we were you well, know in vino veritas. In vino veritas, indeed. Yeah. Fucking tombstone. Um, oh, yes. No, we're not no. doing that. No, we were talking about, well, yeah, it is in tombstone. <laughs> but no, just the concept, you know, we talked about earlier, these these false standards that like these, you know, Disney movies made, especially in this generation where kids grew up on them. Yeah. You know, it's like you have to be this proper or this prim yeah. or you have well, to look like this. And it's not just women either. I mean, it, it, and the fact that they think that I think is ridiculous. 
Um, and I, I don't mind saying Hot it. topic, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> yeah, no, I think that I think the fact that uh, it's completely disregarded that men routinely got fucked up throughout their childhood too is uh, completely overlooked. I think that uh, we had standards set for us uh, by society that has been drilled into us from the moment we could understand the English language all the way till now that we have to behave certain ways, which is constantly a moving goalpost, yeah. which is fine. I get that because society changes. But, you know, I'm just saying it's like nobody hears a unique snowflake. We all deal with the same shit. Yeah. And I think that that gets routinely overlooked. And I think it's garbage. Well, and I think it's just it's difficult because, you know, you grow up on these fantasy stories, right? As a kid, you you want the the white picket fence, you want the knight in shining armor, and you want the princess and all those things. But then as you start getting into a relationship, what tends to happen is that honeymoon phase kind of ends, right? Mm-hmm. And then the real person kind of shows up, and now it becomes love isn't just a, an act, it's a choice. Suddenly Prince Charming's coming home, you know, taking off his shirt and just sitting on a recliner with his wife beater. Right. Asking for more... Ale. Exactly. Exactly. Like I want to see. I want <laughs> more, more ale. ale. Yeah. What year yeah. was this? Well, it's you know, it's fucking fantasy, <laughs> it's right? Fantasy. Exactly. I mean, he's not going to be like. He's not going to be like then? fucking Cinderella. Bitch, ale? get me a Corona. Why wouldn't? You, why would it be ale? Why could it be like grog or something that sounds? It could mead. be whatever you want to get fucked up on. Mead. Matt. Yes. Jesus. Mead. Mead's what tasty. What the fucking ale back in the day? Well, you know, Prince Eric was like, I want wine. He's like Cinderella. Get that stupid mouse to bring me another beer. Yeah. I mean. Would have been fucking awesome. Right, walking, coming in, beating the mice a little bit, you know, smack around. Where's my? Because their little mouse toys are, you know, in the living room. <laughs> she learns it from her own stepmom. You know what I mean? It's passing <laughs> down, down those, passing down. Cinderella those comes streets. in. She's got a kid on one hip. You know, a kid on the other hip. She's pregnant again. I know. And I there think, was an artist, by the way, that did these kind oh, of like right. after, you know, after yeah. the like trailer you know, park. Disney. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think they'd be uh, hilarious. Like, was it like Ariel and she was like shooting up or something? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, you got a Snow White dressed stuff. as like Rosie the Riveter with like a wife beater on and then yes. holding like six kids around her or some shit like that. With, I mean, she has tattoos. That's exactly how the reality would have been. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, uh, I think of, Disney, if you guys are listening, you know what the next move is now? You need to make like a polyamorous princess. Oh, interesting. That. Shows Could. tons of family value. Absolutely. Fuck your family. They would, they would never go for something like I that. Know Are that you saying never. that polyamorous people don't have value in their family? For no, 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 no. I'm talking about no Disney's interpretation of what family no, value is. No one is. Could see it. Save. But Sean <laughs> that's, that's was true. fucking giggling to himself as he was getting ready to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a little teeter. He, like, he knew it was like, a good one. What did you mean, Gary? What did you mean, Gary? What do you mean by that? I mean, I think it would be rough to portray but i don't know i mean once again it's kind of those shifting dynamics you're talking about yourself like you know societal standards are always shifting would there ever come a point where that would be not to say that it's not okay nowadays but i feel like it does get a bad rap from people it gets a bad rap but it is becoming more normalized yeah uh not that it is in any way shape or form actually normal it is still looked down upon by a good many people right but there's at least more content out there because i mean i don't want to compare it to too many other things but um i've mentioned before how being poly is just as much a part of your sexuality as whether or not you like men or women 
It is part of who you are, and you don't make somebody poly. You can't turn somebody poly. It's it's either in them to be that way, and you know if they pursue it, they might open that part up in themselves. But I'm not going to say that you can't learn to be that way or change yourself fundamentally enough to do that. But if you are poly, it is a part of you. It's not yeah. just a thing you chose to do. You know, it's like you don't choose to be gay. And I'm you know sorry, alphabet people, but. <laughs> This is this is this is alternative lifestyles. I'm telling you, that me, it took me a second to process. Sorry, alphabet people. Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, to quote the great Chappelle, I love his theory on alphabet people. You really, if you haven't seen it, you need to. I feel like I've seen most of his stand-up. Dave Chappelle. Not, it was yeah. like not his last special, but the special before or something. I thought I saw that one. And he's going off about how like it, the the LGBTQ. P G F Z W Elemental P Elemental P Yeah, I mean, he calls he just converts it to the alphabet people, and I think that's great. It's all encompassing. It's like I I mean, like I've got you know, I'm accepting of all people. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you want to do or how you choose to be. I support you. Be happy. It's a modern world. I don't judge. Mm -hmm. Um, I only judge people who judge other people. And so, uh, in that regard, being poly is. Being non-monogamous is just as much a part of who you are as your sexual preference or your gender identity or whatever it is you you identify as. I think it's so interesting because you know that's you know, is kind of built into you, and people will demonize people for living like that. Like Absolutely, they'd be like you are wrong, you're broken, like have, all these normal, I mean, normal, but like all these kind of really aggressive words to describe. I've been all like, but physically attacked for it. Have you really? Yeah, no, not actually physically attacked, but I've had people get really upset with me. Like, but who were these people? Who the fuck were these people? Like, who just comes over and is like, I want to tell you my opinion. Well, you know, it's usually <laughs> <laughs> it's usually Hi-ya. people who have a moment of curiosity when they see, you know, you're spending time with multiple people and they're like, Does your girlfriend know what you're doing? Oh, it's like God. Uh, what a fucking dickhead thing to they start, say. They start white knighting <laughs> for yeah. oh, what a bunch know. of fuck all you white knights out there who are listening to. Go and and I, you know what? It's, hey, it's fine. They first they I ask mean, you the question, like, do you know what's going on? And I don't mind answering. You know what? You want to find out more? I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to my YouTube I am channel. Perfectly fine educating somebody to a degree until I realize that they need a different kind of education, which is usually the kind on how to interact with other grown adults. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, somebody somebody will bring it up, and it's just, it's almost always, well, I just couldn't do that to my partner. I can't see how you could do that to your partner. It's like you, we're not. I'm not doing anything to them. Yeah. This is how this we is are both choice. happy. Like yeah, this is something we experience as a team. We approach this lifestyle, and if I may say so, I think it makes us stronger than a lot of monogamous relationships. Boom. I'm just going to go ahead and drop that bomb. You heard it here first. Uh, our communication is top notch. I believe that, um, and it has it to. Has, be. Yeah, it seems like it has to. Absolutely, be solid, it is. Solid. First, you can't hide behind first anything. And foremost, you have to be a good communicator. Mm-hmm. You cannot, you cannot, not talk about your shit with your partner and expect it to be a successful thing if you're going to be Can I fast forward through some of the conversation, though? That's, like, Sure. <laughs> there's some parts I don't want to hear. Yeah, no, I mean, you, and, and that's what you work out with your partner. That's part of the communication. Be like, you know, I don't want to hear, you know, don't describe the ball slapping sound, but I'm happy that you had a good time. Yeah, you know? <laughs> thank you. That's, about, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm you like, know, Ugh. don't make the macaroni sounds for me, Ugh. you know, when you're describing this. But, you know, I personally don't care. But, like... Yeah. Some people are just comfortable knowing a little bit, like saying, I'll ask you and then let me know. Yeah. And as long as the information's available, then that's enough. And that's okay. 
I, what I think is unhealthy is when you're like, you can do what you want, but do not let me find out about yeah, it. Yeah, because that's one of those things. It's almost like, you know, in horror It's a trap. Like you don't see the monster. It's much worse in your head. Right. Like, oh, yeah, you absolutely. know that person's going out, but if you don't yeah. know, you're thinking they're just going to do all the worst things possible. And I 100% had that problem when I first started delving into being non-monogamous. And this has always been a part of me, and I think I struggled a long time uh, leading up to when I finally accepted it because I was routinely trying to be in monogamous relationships and not doing well with it. And What was the fail point, though? I don't really know that I had a fail point per se as so much as I just had a, I was going from one relationship into another and uh, I just decided that going forward, I wasn't going to be monogamous anymore and I wasn't going to be with people who wouldn't also be non-monogamous. I mean, I think what Gary was kind of getting at was like, was there a common factor in when you were trying to be monogamous? Like, was it just you felt unfulfilled in some capacity. Yes. Or like, so that's what it was. You just didn't... One way I describe it, actually, there's two major ways that I describe it. Um, so if you have family member that you, a fam, family members that you love or if you have kids or something, right? You have a kid and you love that kid and that's, that's, your, that's your child and you have all this love and you give it to them unconditionally, but it doesn't make you love your partner any less. And then if you have another kid, you don't divide your love in between the two kids and now that kid only gets half or three quarters and mm-hmm. this one gets a quarter of my love or something like that. That's not how many uh, non-monogamous people work. Polyamorous people specifically just make more love mm. and their heart grows and accepts new people into it and those people occupy their very own space in one's heart without conflicting with anyone else. They shine in their own light they have their own connection with you, and it doesn't detract from how much you love the other person. I don't believe it. Here's the thing, and I do not want to shit. This is going to sound like I'm shitting on it. And no, no, I'm it's really fine. Not trying to, but you said you know it makes their heart grow bigger. And all I could think of was the Grinch. And like, <laughs> so I was like, would the, the Grinch be polyamorous? Oh. He met somebody, and his heart grew three sizes. <laughs> then he met another one, and it grew four sizes. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, but Gary clearly does not believe in that. And I mean, whatever. a lot of people are. I think people can do it. This is my thing. I think people can do it. I don't know if I'm one of those people. Are you associating, are you conflating time and love? I not that smart to comprehend what you just asked. So a lot of people do this. <laughs> <laughs> and this I is why I'm asking. Here. This is why I'm being very specific because most people hear that a polyamorous person can love more than one person just yeah. as much as another person. And they go, I don't see that as possible because how are you supposed to give them enough time? And time oh, I and attention see, I see, I see. are separate from love. No, no, I don't, I don't think that. I think quality time is time. Quality time is the only is thing the only that's thing finite. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, time being finite, be smart. Yeah. You know, be with people who can feel fulfilled well, with I the think, amount of time you have to give them. Right. Well, and I'm, that I, I can understand all that. I think just for myself, the hardest part is I don't trust very easily. Neither do I. I mean, ugh, it's so difficult. I don't. For me to to really try to lean into multiple relationships and all this, I put so I put eighteen years into my relationship with my wife right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we're just getting to a good place <laughs> where it's like working really fucking yeah, that, good. I mean, that's you on, know what that's, I'm saying. But that's how much of that is just on you, though. You know. What do you, I mean? <laughs> I, I, <it's, laughs> 
<laughs> I, like, like I'm not trying to throw you. True. No, no, no. Yeah, not yeah, trying yeah, to throw yeah, you yeah. under a bus. Get him. Yeah, totally. Just, right. <laughs> Honey, she's gonna. You're gonna love this one. I just, huh, I just want, I want you to be real with yourself about it. Like, how much of that uh, inability or that that slow to trust aspect of who you are is really just maybe wrapped up in the bad experiences Bull, that the bullshit stories or whatever they are. I think it's a, I think it's a multitude of things. Bullshit think, stories or, or fear. Well, yeah, I mean, it's all encompassed. And how right? much of that is actually the fault of your partner? Um, none of it, but I do think that she's dealing with whatever she's dealing with. Sure. Right. I mean, it's not one way, right? When you get, Obviously. when you choose to get into a relationship with somebody, there's a, you know, you're choosing to confront their baggage also, yeah. you know, their insecurities, their, you know, all those types of things. And mm -hmm. I think for us, we kind of grew through those things together. Right. And it takes work. It takes a lot Absolutely. of work to kind of have that, to have the level of love and intimacy and trust. And being poly takes that much more work. I just don't, I hear, this is the honest truth, guys. I'm too lazy to do this with another person. <laughs> I can respect that. I can respect that too. That's it. That's 100%. If you don't have the ability to put in the effort, don't do it because all you're going to do is hurt people. That includes yourself. And you need to make sure that first and foremost, that you look out for your core existence and that's you and your wife. And my wife, yeah. And if you ever got to a point where you felt, hey, I could put enough you know, effort into another human being like I could put more than a cat's worth of effort into another person, you know, and and you know maybe get some more fulfillment out of my life and be mm -hmm. comfortable with my partner doing the same thing, then that's different. But if you can ask yourself that question and you can't honestly, if if you either can't answer it or if the answer is I don't really have that much effort for another person, like right now I don't have another partner because frankly I'm a little too selfish with my time. I mean there are people who I have been with who I would love to bring back into my life, but I know that I can't give them what they need. And I would feel terrible if I asked them to basically just be there and wait around for me to be available, you know, when I have other things that I need to take no, I mean, care that, of. You know? I think that takes a lot of, you know, you said communication, but it, I mean, yeah. it's, I think people would like, sh I don't want to say that shit on the community lifestyle, but you know, you'll find those people who will be like, yeah, well, you need therapy, you're broken, all that stuff. But yeah, the sounds of that. it, you sound like you're very intelligent, emotionally intelligent. If you can sit there and say that statement of like, I can't call on them because I know that I can't reciprocate, that implies a lot of emotional intelligence. Thank for you. sure. Which for is sure. not because a very I, common thing nowadays. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people would jump into this kind of idea of like, let's go, you know what, I'm Polly, I'm Polly, not knowing really what that truly oh means and it's just because you want to go fuck other people without losing the safe safe of your relationship you know the safety of yeah that, that that's one of the that is and that is a very common problem too is that people will go well i think i want to be poly but they don't really want to be poly they just want the right to go screw other people without losing without without yeah, losing their safety net exactly what would you call that a pussy? Uh, yeah, that's pretty accurate. I think that's I think that's chicken <laughs> Not shit. Not a pussy per se, but you know something I think that's that, very emotionally weak. I, I think, think that somebody who is manipulating a lifestyle to suit their need for promiscuity, and I don't think that there is anything wrong with needing to be promiscuous. Um, in fact, I encourage it. I think yeah. that as long as you're being safe and you're not hurting anybody, do whatever the hell you want to do. Um, but the, but you need to, you know, consider the other people. And if your partner or whatever you call the person you're with, or if you're married or whatever, if your partner isn't on the same level as you, 
you're inevitably and invariably going to end up hurting somebody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the closest thing that I could probably ever think of doing in my lifetime would be like going to one of those like weird resorts where like everybody kind of just goes and hangs out. And it's like a weekend yeah, type of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you kind of so, just show yeah. up, you have a good time, you know. Typically what you're talking about you uh, you being comfortable with is is being a swinger. Yeah, because then I can just—it's a—it's a, a one-night fucking interaction, and it's then it's not even you know, necessarily an open relationship. No, it's just like we go, we we have a lot of fun. Me and my wife, we soft swap, yeah. do whatever, and then you have that experience, and, and then it, and then you close it, and then you close it down, and then you maybe do it again next year which or is, whatever, which is really good. And as long as again you have like tip-top communication, you can do that and get fulfillment in what you need for life experience and what that kind of need for more promiscuity in your life. Sure. Which again, super healthy. Yeah. Even though many people will disagree with me on that. Yeah, it depends. I, I don't, I don't feel... That's because they fucking watch Disney. So. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think that uh, Christian values belong in the bedroom because... <laughs> oh! Oh! oh <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. It. Get him. <laughs> I, I think that uh, you know God's place is at church. If you if you want to do that, that's cool. That's that's up to you. But there's nothing that you do in the bedroom that is holy. God is even if not she, watching. Even if he or she is yelling out, are, you know. yelling out, "Oh God, oh God!" It is not. A He's religion. like, I am not watching this. I know what you guys are doing. His yeah. hands are over his own yeah. eyes. You know, I didn't make those for licking that. <laughs> <laughs> then you shouldn't have fucking made them right yeah why'd you make them so tasty then god was the first one that says you know what i, I made all this beautiful stuff and they found fucking ways to make dicks out of it <laughs> like we as human beings will find the most creative ways to make a dick or right. some tits or you know what i mean something sure. i mean look at my bathroom Oh, nice. is, the clock is fantastic. <laughs> clock. I got a dick clock in there. I have an yeah. asshole curtain. I have watercolor <laughs> pussies on the wall, and I have a tit rug. Come on. It's amazing. I mean, you it really is. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, you really hit it all. I'm not going to Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. And then we yeah. have like a nice little green plant. For those of you who haven't accent. been. A green little plant. <laughs> a green little plant for accent. Yeah. Oh, my God. For those of you who haven't been in Gary's bathroom, it is incredibly appropriate it is it is just absolutely <laughs> covered in genitalia there was a bit of me that was thinking about putting a glory hole behind the bathroom oh door so the moment you sit down and close the door you just look at it and just one giant glory <laughs> hole right in there Maybe put like a silicone dick hanging off of it. So it's just <sighs> flopping when you it's close like the door. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, See, that's, that's, that's almost bad. Make that your Jeff. toilet paper roller. Oh, that'd be really fun. <sighs> that's almost as bad as that whole like Jeff Goldblum's watching you poop poster. Oh Does anybody God. have that shit? <laughs> no, I've There's, never seen that. It's, it's it's usually of him from the fly when he's like staring. Oh, that's a weird one. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, someone yeah. would put that like I remember they did in the golf. See the gif or the the it had, there was a there was a loop on YouTube for a while oh my God. with him. Laying, laying on his side, you know, shirt off, you know, yeah, staring at Park. Yeah, and, and him going for the the clip from Jurassic Park. Must go faster. Must go faster. <laughs> and, the, and, and just on loop. <laughs> and 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 it's just you know Jeff Goldblum is watching you poop. And must go faster. Must that's go faster. That's pretty. That's pretty great. solid. Yeah. yeah. So, so I I don't know if you guys know that uh, the creator of Wonder Woman, the actual character. For the comics, um, his name is William Milton. Nice, right? William, terrible name. Yeah, William Milton Marston. So it's William Marston. William Marston. Marston. He was actually in a polyamorous relationship. I did not know that. Really? He had two partners. One was his wife, who was Elizabeth Halloway Marston, and then his other partner was Olive Byron. Mm-hmm. 
And so they actually made a movie about this and it was him creating the character of Wonder Woman who is a an amalgamation of the two partners that he actually had. I did not know that. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet, but it's something that's on my queue to, to watch. And so it just kind of, I was remembering yeah. that. And so I'm kind of curious to see what that relationship I would love to hear like. a feminist opinion right now because I'm pretty sure they'd be up in arms, potentially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, know a lot of, I know a lot of polyamorous feminists. Then again, I, I, I don't know. I mean... Here's the thing that confused me about feminists. I, 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 don't, I don't mean feminists like the stereotypical ones that you see everywhere who are like, you know, up in arms about men having the right to do anything. I mean like actual feminists who okay. are just yeah, for, I'm you know, ta- I'm women being equal to men. The, the stereotypical ones. Yeah. You're talking a, about like third wave or fourth wave or neo-fem or whatever. Well, yeah, because I guess the Mandalorian, the TV show, like uh-huh. they just had one and they had female like bounty hunters that were wearing the Mandalorian armor. Sure. But they were made for, they had boobs. Like they like. Yeah, but you know what? But like women, like feminists, like the third wave were up in arms about why it. Why did they like, get angry? Why do we need to conform to male society? And someone commented, they're like, um, I don't know, because maybe you don't have to wear a flat chested thing and make yourself feel fucking uncomfortable in the future. Yeah. And you can just be you a have woman. mass there. There's something there you need <laughs> to conform to. I mean, chop them off if you don't want them. Oh, Easy, easy answer. Painful, but easy. But I mean, easy. I mean, obviously, you know, don't use an axe. Maybe call a doctor. You know, but if you <laughs> want to, you put a maybe in there, like maybe. just in case you do. You know, it. like I said, if you're not hurting anybody else, do you? And by I do just, you, I, I mean go fuck yourself. I'm no. just getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, my man, people getting uh, up in arms about. First off, I watched that episode, and the armor is not like. Oh, it's like it's not like fucking Batman's armor where there's fucking nipples on it, yeah, and you can see so. every fucking ridge and contour of what should right. be the fucking male physique. No, it's it was literally it had a like white, it had a broader part on the chest so that you could fit boobs in it. Yeah, it was nothing. It was nothing functional. Else. It was fucking absolutely functional. It didn't. And it was just straight down to the waist. It didn't like contour under the breast or anything like mm-hmm. that. It didn't look like boobs. It looked like a fucking wedge. It looked like something you crammed under a door to keep it open. Nice. It was not a thing. It was none, It's a big, fat nothing burger. People are just looking for something to be mad about. And that's the shittier part, man. People are just trying to find anything yeah. to bitch about. Well, no, no, not only that, they want to find something to bitch about, but they will also just hop on a bandwagon of bitching. Like, yeah. going back to a much earlier thing, Nickelback. They are not <laughs> terrible I mean, they're not as deserving of this hatred. I love bitching about Nickelback. Right. But you, as long as <laughs> you actually don't like them, I mean, that's fine. That's, that is a guilty Because the problem is, is that like people will just bitch about something because someone else is bitching about it. They won't be like, oh, yeah, I want to fit in. I don't like that either. Like, bro, get a fucking opinion. You <laughs> See, fucking I was twat. always that dude in fucking school that was like, oh, you like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I do like that. And they're just like, you're fucking weird. And I'm just like, well, you're okay. weird for not liking it. Sorry. Yeah. Well, because, you know, you have a strong foundation. Nowadays, like people can just sit behind a laptop or whatever, the computer, wherever you are, and just talk shit. Yeah. yeah, but there's no repercussions. There's warriors. nothing. And that also leaves way for them. Like, yeah, they think they fit in. They feel cool. Mm-hmm. Problem is you're not forming an opinion that is truly your own. Like, you are just doing it to appease people you don't and will never meet. Ever. Yeah, like, so what do you gain from this? <laughs> and who are you offended for? Are you really offended or are you trying to be offended for somebody that else? Is well, another- is, then that's a callback to that Bill Burr thing, right? Yeah, About yeah. white women being able to hijack any movement because they're sitting there feeling sorry or, or acting like they're but my question offended becomes, for somebody else. My question becomes where the people, I haven't seen The Mandalorian. I'm waiting for the whole season to end so I can just binge it really fast. So <laughs> bear in mind, 
the people that were talking shit about the this particular kind of breastplate or whatever were they women saying it or was it male female fe- or you know what I'm male saying feminists? male ma- female feminist worst kind wow, of person you are just struggling with that though it's male, a whole, fe- bro, male feminist sangria kicked in and I can barely <laughs> talk right now Jesus. sangria de pato <laughs> quack it's actually very tasty for anyone who wants to try it oh it's really good we'll you give you we'll ours, give you the recipe yeah, yeah. you can make yeah. your own yeah. but um. I've not. My heard. question still holds, though. Would you call a male feminist a white knight? I think it's a it's a it's the lowest form of white knighting. Yeah, I don't think that. I it's don't the think it's a form of a cuck, like straight up. Uh, like cuckold, no, they completely different. I don't actually like, like demonizing. I don't. I, yeah, I, I think like cuckold. Like, that's a kink. Like some people actually really yeah, enjoy that. I, I think that's kink shaming. Uh, Way I, to go, those I get, fucking kink shaming. So sorry. So sorry. If you guys really enjoy that, I apologize. I get the uh, the meaning behind it, like the the what they're trying to say when they say that. But I've known very um, good men, very strong men who are men's men. They go hunting. They hold down like high powered jobs. Yeah. They are like manly men who are really into watching their wives get screwed by other dudes. Sounds like they're overcompensating. They really like being cuckolded. But yeah, they enjoy seeing the pleasure in the other person. Well, right? not just that, but cuckolding is a little more than that. Excuse so, me? Excuse, excuse me? What do you mean? So me? part of cuckolding, well, not not necessarily, but it can include a little bit of humiliation on the role oh. of the of the cuck. Yeah. So sure. it's the wife going, I don't do you know, watch this happen and things like that. So, so much do you like it you. when he blah blah blahs in my yeah. mouth? Yeah. When he Why blah, is it when blah, he blah, blah blah blahs in my doo doo doo? Exactly. I don't is, know, this new, is this a new song breaking out for 2021? Uh, yeah. Blah, right, blah, blah 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 my doo doo doo. Oh God. Somebody, <laughs> please. somebody, please somebody make that please song. Comments, auto-tune, please auto tune, Gary. Yeah. Please auto tune this into a song. <laughs> blah 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 in my doo doo doo. You've heard it. Put I it on loop. Put it out for the fucking world. I'm telling you, that's that's the title of this episode. Oh my God! No, you like so, it when I blah 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 and your doo doo. So yeah, and I mean, and I mean, I've known again. It's it's all it all comes back to that ability to just kind of release and not be in control, mm-hmm. not be in charge. And from what I've seen, it can be like the effect of a two week vacation in the span of an hour. Interesting. It it is a complete and total release for people who gain something out of it. Yeah, and it's um, you know perfectly healthy. So I don't like using. The, uh, yeah, you don't like to demonize. I don't. I don't like demonizing the word "cuck." That said, it is like I said, the lowest form of white knighting. I think that feminism, on its own, like in a vacuum, isn't necessarily a good thing. I think that equality is mm. the most important thing. Yeah. And so, before you guys fry me out there for saying <laughs> feminism isn't a good thing, don't take it out of context. But they're going to. They're going to. I'm they, so they, canceled they already. To. Fuck it. But the point is, equality is the most important thing. You know, we are all humans and we all have our own strengths and differences, and that's fine, and those should be celebrated. And Dick. I didn't turn off my ringer. <laughs> I'm that guy. Fucking and I've never changed my text sound. Read it, Sean. Fuck. I'm the class. You're going you to have to share with it. the rest of the class. What, what does it say, Sean? It says, hold on, it's from Gary. Do you like it when I blah, blah, blah? And you're a dude, dude. 2021, everybody. everybody. Do you like it, Gary, when I blah, blah, blah? And you're do, do, do. Going back to your question, I don't know <laughs> if it actually is like male feminists or it's actually just like feminists from a third generation. The only, you know, I, I heard about it. The only post I saw was, you know, take it with a grain of fucking salt because no one knows what Twitter accounts are really the person. They're probably what, Russians anyway, just stirring the pot. 
Yeah, now they're going to stir the pot after. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Sure. Oh, yeah, they're all sitting there chill regular ski. Chill regular ski. Chill ski regular. Oh, my fuck. In Soviet Russia. I fucking hope they hear this. They're yeah, like, chill regular they're you. <laughs> These guys are funny. Yes, I like them. I like these silly Americans. See, here's for any Russians listening, um, Sean was thinking about putting wine into a watermelon instead of vodka. What are your thoughts? Oh no. Yes. Leave your comments below. They're they're gonna they're gonna skew my next election now. No, Fuck. no. Damn it. <laughs> you guys should just help us get better views did on I, our YouTube. Did I show channel. you guys? Did I send that 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 meme to the group text with uh Morpheus? The Gollum Trump post. Oh Jesus Christ. And oh. it's like they stole it from me. That's pretty oh, great. No, but you should send that. Yeah, they're like they're like tricks Trixie Biden's stupid Democrats. They stole uh, oh, it from it's, me. It's like That's that. Really let me good. let me that was really good. I enjoyed just watching up. you make the faces associated with it too. Okay, Thank so you. here You're it is. Welcome. It's called Gollum J. Trump. It's a Twitter account. Gary, could you please do me a favor and read oh, that Jesus in the Gullum voice? Oh, my God. This is a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, this <sighs> is Gary in the role of Gullum J. Trump. <laughs> Nasty, tricksy, Blexen, just so dirty, so false. So false. <laughs> Ghost versus and first sets off on bursts. Very unfair. Very, very unfair to the precious. We needs it. We needs the win. We declares we do. We do, nasty little Biden fools us. He fools us. How much spit do you have in your mouth? So much. <laughs> that was amazing. I was just, I would just love that as it got. Be- I half expect to see just a chunk of spit just, just fly, fly out of my mouth. We're, getting, we're both getting ready to dodge a loogie I flying know. across. Yeah. The- I don't know if we're going to dodge that. That's like fucking tsunami it's, it's coming, level. Yeah, it's coming that both was sides. Aggressive. That was great though. Well done. Thank yep, you. Yep, thank yep. you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Why oh. did you play that? Wrong we one. No, it's the, it's the can cheering. I don't. Wish. I think it's the red one, blue one, blue one. Not the blue that one. That blue one. Not that one. Oh, that's not it. Why would you push it if you knew that wasn't it? Well, I, you chode. Ladies and gentlemen, we know what we're doing. <laughs> we're, professionals. we're professionals at this. It's a. Uh, I readjusted the soundboard, so that's why. Oh, fuck. You readjusted it. and You still don't know where everything is. Dude, no. Hey, I got. You got a gotta gotta fucking chonga. You got a label maker. <laughs> I do. Use it. Damn it. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Hey, ASMR. Use the fucking label maker. Fine, you use the label maker. <laughs> what? Jerks. Why is he using it? I don't your know. Thing, dude. I actually use don't have a label, label maker. maker. I just have post-it notes. Just cut him in half. What are we talking about? <laughs> so much work. Oh, my God. So much work, sis. So much work, sis. <laughs> Trixie labor. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Gollum Trump is probably now my, my favorite. Gollum J. Trump. Make sure you uh, go and check it out. I don't know if it's an actual thing, but it's a pretty fantastic meme. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the reading. Well, gentlemen, I think we did it. On that note, I think we're going to call it out for the yeah. evening. Thank yeah. you, Sean, for bringing the sangria over. It was absolutely delicious. What is actually in the uh, recipe real fast for those so, of you guys that were listening? So sangria de pato. That Ooh. means duck. It means blood of the duck. <laughs> Sort that's of. like the embassy duck. Or, yeah, yeah pato is duck. That's nice. my very bad way of pronouncing pato. It's like pato. Nice. But um, say it in your most sexiest Spanish voice. El pato. That was. No, I mean, I'm hard. That was a, ooh. <laughs> 
All right. It's working its way. I need a little like Spanish guitar behind that editor. <laughs> yeah. This I kind of came up with on my own. It's like my twist on sangria. Uh, I call it uh, sangria de pato, and it is about three parts red wine, something, you know, like a Merlot, something sweet, but not too sweet. Um, you know, it's a good base. Uh, one part tonic, and I put in several chunks of pineapple and watermelon. That is one of the best parts. And Mm -hmm. normally you're supposed to let sangria sit for like one to six hours, depending on how much you want it to mix together, and you serve it chilled. I just kind of let the temperature of the ingredients speak for themselves, and I serve it fresh, and I just drink it slowly. And it gets sweeter the longer you drink it. I don't know how you do that. I couldn't drink it slowly. I just downed it. Well, I mean, you can do that too. Yeah. And then you have... This delicious wine and tonic-soaked fruit. Like, when I bit into the watermelon, it actually held on to the carbonation of the tonic, so it was like carbonated it, watermelon. That actually is true. I can confirm. I thought was super cool. The only downside is, after the pineapple has been sitting in it for a while, you can't tell the difference upon first glance <laughs> between the chunks of pineapple and chunks of watermelon, but you figure it out quick. Real quick, yeah. Well, thank you regardless, Sean. And thank you guys for listening. You guys stuck through this whole entire conversation. We're very grateful. And if you guys like us enough, make sure you guys like and subscribe, do all those things. Uh, Even leave a comment if you want. Even if you didn't like it. If you have an opinion that you disagree with, please, by all means. Tell us how wrong we are. Yeah. Uh, And so until next time, guys, (laughs) we're out. Adios. Pretty little heart skip, be small.